whoever and wherever you are. You're listening to We Hate Small Talk with Cindy and Iman. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of We Hate Small Talk. Today, we have decided to talk about something that has been very relevant in our lives this week. As you guys may or may have not known, Facebook's companies, as in Facebook, Instagram, WhatsApp, um, they had a shutdown this past week. And I feel like it made a lot of people realize the addiction that they had to these apps. And also for myself, I also have been wanting to talk about this topic for a while. And so today we are talking about our hatred for social media. Yeah, it's truly a love-hate relationship and definitely a weird coincidence that the Facebook shutdown was right this past week because you and I had planned about like talking about this topic beforehand and we had set it for this week. So, you know, weird coin could dink. <laughs> Some things are just meant to be, you know. But I think the reason why I want to talk about this episode topic so much and let me know how you felt about it, but I want to talk about social media for a while because I found that during COVID, social media has played a larger part in my life in terms of trying to keep up to date with what my friends are doing. And I've found the detriments of being on the social media apps too much. I've found that it has actually like taken a toll on me emotionally and mentally to a point where I did not expect it ever would. And that's why I wanted to talk about it. I think it's very interesting because I wanted to talk about because I think we'll have very different views on social media, um, given that I've never really used a lot of social media. Um, and it's interesting you mentioned your relationship with social media was kind of tested throughout COVID, but I've actually not seen a change in my like usage or like being online etc like i haven't noticed anything different which is why i really wanted to have this conversation with you um to kind of see what you know regular people (laughs) regular (laughs) teens and 20 year olds are like um because i feel like kind of a senior sometimes honestly i feel like you have a very non-existent social media presence like you don't post about your updates you don't really let people know what you're doing like as long as your five friends know what you're doing (laughs) you're fine right and I feel like I'm kind of not completely the opposite but I'm like way more like active on social media and I feel like people that might not have talked to me for five years like they would still probably know around like how my life is going right now versus like for you remember when I ran into this guy that went to your high school and he like did not know anything about you even (laughs) though you guys had went to the same university like it's it's because you have such a minimal social media presence yeah no definitely and i like this is something super interesting um that we can get into but i guess like for the layout of our episode today i kind of want to see like this beginning like when and like how did we get into social media and then kind of move on towards how our relationship with our phones and social media have developed throughout time and maybe kind of where we're at now especially with COVID that's still going on and the fact that we kind of rely on these tools to stay connected like you said yeah 
Okay, so I guess what age do you remember getting on social media? I think my first interaction was in fifth or sixth grade. Um, so that's like 11 or 12. And I think Facebook was my gateway. So <laughs> I, I also remember you had to be a 13 to be on Facebook, but I wasn't. So I had set my birthday as like someone older. But yeah, that was like the first thing. Thing. And I know like I only got into it because like people in my class were on Facebook and they were like, oh, why aren't you on here? Blah, blah, blah. And I had never like really used like not computers, but like I'd never really been online online for that type of vibe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was the same way. I got Facebook when I was in grade six. So like 11 year old me like pretending that I was 13. <laughs> I felt so cool. I was like, wow, like you know, my parents don't even know I'm on Facebook, like I'm breaking the law right now. But I remember I had some friends who their parents like adamantly would not let them get Facebook until they turned 13. Honestly, those parents were smart because they probably knew or could see the dangers of what social media could do to their children. And it's interesting because I remember when I was like 12, I actually got cyberbullied on Facebook. (laughs) That's like kind of another story, but that was um, my first introduction to it. And I remember that not that many people had Facebook. So it wasn't like you were going on there all the time to check what your friends were up to. I still remember like at that time texting people on their Blackberries. I don't even know what it's called anymore. (laughs) Um, that was how we communicated or like even calling each other's home phones and I feel like we didn't go on social media to like get updated. I feel like we as a class maybe because like there were a couple of us that were on there like we almost used it like a status update or like to ask questions or something but I do remember like deleting really like old like decade old like statuses just like talking about nothing like it was like we kind of treated Facebook like Twitter mm-hmm. I don't know it was just really funny to see what like 13 year old me was like doing or thinking about mm-hmm. at the time do you remember those statuses where you would be like oh like my status for a rating and you would rate people <laughs> like my status and I'll tell you what I'm thinking about or some stuff like that yeah oh gosh that those are truly the days like blast from yeah. the past <laughs> literally I guess another big social media app would be Instagram and I know that you do not have Instagram (laughs) you do run our Instagram page for we hate small talk right now and you know like she does a great job but I guess was there ever like a reason why you didn't ever want to get Instagram so I feel like I got Facebook and that was kind of the end of like what I felt comfortable with in a sense because like I have downloaded Instagram but like I've just never used it and I've just like literally deleted it after like I don't know like a couple of days because I didn't really see my need for it like I'm not a very like photo taking person and probably a little more private just like naturally so for me it wasn't like something that I could see myself using and it's honestly just like a personality thing like I just don't feel the need to 
like share and I don't care <laughs> what other people are doing because I have five people I talk to if I wanted to know what they're doing I would text them like I would know yeah that's very special of you I feel like you're a rare breed honestly yeah. I've never met anyone else <laughs> like you Cindy yeah because I I remember I got Instagram really young too like probably grade eight grade nine and I think I am a pretty big Instagram user I definitely use Instagram more than all the other social media apps other than messenger which I wouldn't really call a social media app so because I'm a very visual person and I also feel like it's an easy way to keep in touch with like not only your core group of friends but also like your tier two (laughs) tier three friends I don't know if anyone else uses that (laughs) definition to categorize their friends but it's just a good way to like keep in touch with like your acquaintances and people that you wouldn't necessarily talk to all the time but you still like care what they're doing and you like them as people you know yeah I feel like it's just another instance of I don't have enough social battery to care beyond like five people and like if we aren't in touch and like I don't want to message you every day then it doesn't really matter for me like I don't care what you're doing like i i wish you best of luck with everything but i just don't need to like stay in touch like that Mm -hmm. and yeah it's just been really funny though like you know how nowadays people usually ask for each other's handles when you first get to know someone versus like numbers because it's kind of more personal Mm -hmm. like anytime someone has asked me for my handle and i say i don't use instagram people are like shook to their core like they're genuinely like almost appalled that I don't use Instagram yeah like I agree I think it's more chill to add someone on Instagram or follow them than it is to ask for their number like now like numbers are like pretty exclusive (laughs) things I would say but I think back to your point you were saying um like you you only feel the need to keep in touch with like the five people and see what they're up to right like I feel like honestly Instagram has evolved to that point where like people are posting less now like than before you'll you'll notice actually I don't know if you'll notice <laughs> because you're not on there but I've noticed that like a lot of my friends post way less about their life like people are post- sharing on their stories way less than before um I remember I used to be that annoying person um no offense if you're that person but I would literally share like every meal every hangout every social activity I did people knew about it because I posted it on my story and I definitely like don't do that anymore just because I feel like I do value like that privacy and also I just don't care if people know if I'm being social you know so I feel like people have evolved to like where you were always at (laughs) No, it's, like, definitely not that. Because, like, I, like, really admire people who share about their lives openly. But for me, like, it just never clicked. Like, what's the reasoning for, like, posting, right? Is it because you want to stay connected to your friends? Then, like, why can't you do that, like, just face-to-face or, like, one-on-one? Is it to show off? Like, okay, I understand that. Like, some people just want to brag a little to make themselves feel good. And, like, that's completely, like, a valid reason. But for me, like, none of those reasons ever click with me. And I'm also just, I genuinely just, like, hate taking photos in general. I don't know what it is about photos, but I just, like, think it's half of it is, like, I just always nitpick myself when I see myself in photos and I hate the way I look. And then I feel like the other half is just like, I'm lazy, so I don't want to pose or like edit those photos and things like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Instagram, I feel like is a lot of work 
if you're posting because the expectations are so high like everything you see on the app is pretty like mm-hmm. perfect like it's not your snapchat you know like everything that you see is very curated so you feel that pressure to also be curated which is why like i remember when i used to post i would definitely spend like at least half an hour like editing the photos making sure like the brightness and the saturation and the freaking i don't know definition (laughs) of the photo was like up to par with like instagram standards And after doing that enough times, I like started to ask myself why I was posting and asking myself the exact questions that you just mentioned, like what, who am I doing this for? Like, am I doing this because I want to be an influencer? No. (laughs) Am I doing this like to show off? Not really just because I don't have anyone to show off to. Or like, am I doing this like to feel better about myself? Is it the likes? Is it the validation that I seek? Or is it something else? And Sometimes when you don't have a good answer for any of those questions, like that's kind of when I would realize like, okay, why am I even posting? And that's why I've started to like wean off of Instagram a bit more. And I've gone through like periods of like deactivating it and like not using it just to like cleanse myself. I know you told me you'd recently like deactivated for a long period of time. Kind of want to see your thought process behind that. Like, why did you do it? And like, why did you come back in a sense? Yeah, I think I did it because I realized that the things that I would see on Instagram would affect me mentally and it didn't need to. Like, I am a type of person where I'm very okay with being alone and I actually love like spending time alone, you know, I get to relax, unwind. But if I'm on Instagram alone and I see people hanging out, I start to feel FOMO. Like even if I'm not even friends with those people (laughs) or like even if I'm acquaintances with those people, I'm like, man, why am I not (laughs) living my best life right now? And Instagram kind of makes me feel that way. Like I I should always be living my best life when in reality that is not realistic Mm -hmm. to always live your best life. So I realize like when I'm on Instagram I feel lonelier than when I'm not and I'm like inflicting this loneliness onto myself by being on the app so I decided to deactivate my account because then if I deactivate my account if I delete the app then I really have so many barriers to go through to get back on so I'll probably not get back on (laughs) and I think I was not on Instagram for like two months which was good And for those two months, like, I was still able to keep in touch with my close friends. I think what I did lose out on was keeping updated with, like, the people that I don't talk to all the time. And I don't think that's a huge deal at the end of the day. I think it's, like, nice to be up to date. And I remember the first day that I got my Instagram back because I think it had just been so long. And I saw someone got engaged. And, um... (laughs) she's actually someone that we went to school with and so I was like oh my god like I'm so happy for her I was so happy to see it but then I started scrolling even more and seeing like other things that made me feel lonely or made me feel insecure and I was like okay like now the app is starting to affect me I'm gonna get off of it now so it was like a good reminder of why I got off of it in the first place Mm, yeah I think Social media, in a sense, like, 
magnifies and exacerbates a lot of issues that we have with ourselves. Um, Things like feeling loneliness or feeling fear or jealousy, like those emotions kind of get amplified when you're scrolling through a billion other perfect lives that you kind of wish you could have. And that's one of the things that's always been super frightening about social media, right? I agree. I think like this week, as you probably know, there were the testimonies for um, the whistleblower from Facebook. Mm -hmm. Um, Her name was Frances Hogan. So she was a product manager and she was testifying in front of the Senate on, um, you know, a lot of these investigations that Facebook did within the company and um, a lot of findings that they had that they kept from the public. And I remember one of the uh, senators, he was reading out a testimony from a father who was talking about his daughter being 14, getting on Instagram and seeing all these like perfect bodies and then starting to develop anorexia. And basically her life took a downward spiral. And as the senator was reading like this testimony, he started tearing up and like crying. And it made me tear up. I was like, as I was eating lunch, (laughs) (laughs) watching CB24, because it starts to hit you that like these effects, they can be long term and they can take a long time to recover from. Yeah, no, it's definitely like whether it's a conscious or subconscious impact, like it's very lasting the way you kind of look at things after you've been on social media, because despite it being an optical illusion and we all know it's an optical illusion like nothing is like what it presents itself to be you still kind of fall for it Mm -hmm. yeah okay so now that we've kind of talked about our beginnings with our you know love-hate relationship with social media and i guess my non-existent relationship with social media Do you think that your relationship with your phone has changed throughout the years? And maybe let's start off with what your screen time is, because I'm interested to know um, how long you spend on your phone on an average day. Wow. Okay, let me check right now. Today's screen time. So it's 8.40 p.m. So we're getting a pretty accurate time check, guys. It's one hour and 27 minutes. That's like pretty good, eh? That is really low. Yeah. Wait, let me check my work phone. My work phone is... Oh, shoot. It was 2 hours 11 minutes. How did I spend so much time on this phone? Okay, that's a scam. But today, I'll, I'll say my screen time is like 3 hours 40 minutes. It's very, very low. Like, I, mine is going to be pretty high, I feel like. Because I do a lot of just, like, scrolling and, like, not actually looking at anything. Okay, Cindy, no need to make excuses, okay? I know you're (laughs) trying to make excuses for your high screen time, but it's not going to work. Yeah, what's, what's your daily average? Three hours and 14 minutes. My daily average is six hours. What do you... What's your most used app? Um, YouTube and tiktok (laughs) oh my god i didn't even know you use tiktok that much that's so funny how much time do you have on youtube and tiktok i have oh my gosh this is like ridiculous i have like three hours on youtube and about an hour ish on tiktok i just stream a lot of things so 
yeah i'm not surprised yeah i guess you're a consumer yeah i'm like a moving media consumer like i just always have something playing in the background like even when i work like i'll have like shows playing in the background which is probably why my screen time is so damn high damn okay that makes sense because like for me today even though on my phone i have an hour and 27 minutes just for today instagram is 58 minutes okay isn't that like insane that's instagram for me is like usually like three minutes (laughs) five minutes like i literally it's funny i manage our instagram because like i remember at the beginning we had this like talk about instagram and i was like oh i don't understand why it takes so much time to be on instagram because i literally just like make my post and then i dip like i don't like i just do that and it's very short and even was like are you crazy like do not monitor the stats like do not check like what what are you talking about and i was like shook because i was like oh i always thought like you know instagram's like in and out and like you know you just kind of like do your thing and then dip (laughs) no like i'm definitely the type of person to stay on like if i post you best bet i will be on instagram for at least an hour to monitor that post and it's a really bad habit i know and that's why like honestly i don't post that much anymore because like who the fuck has time for that <laughs> yeah like it's really bad which is why you manage it because <laughs> if i managed it it would take up too much of my time it's honestly like an addiction yeah definitely okay well like my screen time is really high but it's interesting because you're on social media more so it's like kind of weird <laughs> how this juxtaposition is happening <laughs> yeah literally because I feel like I do enjoy watching like my YouTube and TikTok, but the only time that I will watch YouTube and TikTok is at night, like right before bed. So like max, it'll be like a half an hour. Mm. So that's why like, because I'm not a media consumer as I work kind of thing, you know? And if I'm going on a walk by myself, like I'll always listen to like something on Spotify, like usually a podcast. So I feel like that makes me decrease the screen time. So if I'm on my phone, it's like, to be on social media okay which is really bad yeah i'm like on i we didn't even talk about how much time you spend on your laptop but like that's going to be a very scary number i don't want to know i'm always on my phone consuming some sort of media like might not just be my phone it might be my laptop like i'm always watching something like reading something like inhaling any sort (laughs) of media so it's like any type of show that's come out i've probably seen it any type of book that's like big and popular like i probably read it already like i just consume a shit ton of media i can attest to this (laughs) like i swear you finish k-dramas so fast like no one i've ever met yeah it's terrible like i'm such a huge binge watcher and it's kind of insane the speed at which i will just move through a series so Maybe that's why I don't have social media. I already dedicate too much of my damn time watching shows. Like, <laughs> What do you think is your draw to do that, though? Like, like, is it just, like, innate curiosity for the show? I honestly think, like, this is a very interesting 
thing we can talk about but it's like what do you see your phone or like laptop as right and I see it in the type of like I don't know if you've heard of this term but it's called like pacifier entertainment where you kind of use it to numb yourself a little like a pacifier and it just soothes you because it's just like playing in the background you don't have to think like it's just like you're just consuming media And it's really scary. Um, People are just choosing instead of like doing regular things, they just sit there and consume media like a zombie. And I feel like I do it too, because if I like overthink or just work or like just hyper focus throughout the day, I just need some like numbness (laughs) by the end of it. And so I just like, do I really enjoy the show? Yeah, some of them, they're really good. And I just watched it because like, I like the show. But some of the time, I like I said, I just put it in the background to have like background noise. And what do you do when it's in the background? I like half pay attention to it and half like do what I need to do. Like it's terrible because multitasking is not a real thing. Um, Your brain can only really focus on one thing at a time. But it's like the ambient noise of when you work in a coffee shop and there's like noise in the background or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I remember in second year we were studying for a poli-sci exam and you were telling me like, it's gonna be so much fun like all you do is like put on some spotify beats and then like crunch out you know your notes and read them over and we'll be good and i was just like so shook as to how you could listen to music and read at the same time like i can do that with instrumental sometimes but like usually i prefer like silence you know yeah um you know judging my academic history it's clear that that method doesn't work even <laughs> oh my god so going back to what we were talking about in terms of what we see our phone as i definitely see my phone as a communication tool like literally like the definition of a phone to like call someone Mm -hmm. i see it as just like a means to like communicate with people so i will usually only use my phone as that and then as i said i guess i use it as like a pacifier like before i go to bed if i need to like shut down my mind do something mind numbing then i'll like use my phone again which is probably not even that good for you because like don't studies show that you're not supposed to have phone exposure an hour before you sleep (laughs) i feel like i use i use the phone as a way to help me sleep i'm like okay like time to watch a youtube video now (laughs) but Yeah, I definitely see it as a communications tool, which is why it's like most of my time is being spent on the social media apps. Mm -hmm. Okay, so since we've talked about all this and kind of exposed ourselves with our screen times, do you feel like you want to like decrease your time? And I know like you're, you're already spending really little amounts of time on your phone, to be honest. And I think that's just because you lead a busy work lifestyle. But I don't know. Do you want to decrease it even more? Yeah, I definitely do. Like, I want to decrease the time that I spent on all the social media apps, especially Instagram. Because, like, I told you, I literally spent 58 minutes of Instagram today on my one hour and 27 (laughs) minute screen time on my personal phone, which is, like, really sad. And I think that that is why I, like, deactivate my Instagram account all, all these times and do it multiple times a year because it's, like, I'm trying to decrease the screen time you definitely win some and lose some because as I mentioned, like when you don't have a certain social media, it is harder to like, I guess, know what everyone else is up to. Not that it's important to know. It's honestly not important to know, but sometimes I do like to feel connected even though it's just in my head. (laughs) 
I think that one thing that I've tried to do to limit the time that I spend on certain apps is I will delete it from my home screen. So you know how like mm. iPhone, it has that feature to like have apps on your home screen and then the other ones you have to like actually search for it. Yes. So that is something that, that I do with like the social media ones. And I also disable notifications to like try and not be reminded at least to go on it. So like if I'm going on it, it's like literally like me wanting to not just like because i have a notification Mm. once again i will be refraining from social media as much as i can but yeah i definitely want to decrease my screen time like you the moral of the story is that you know we do love the fact that social media provides us with such a great platform to stay connected with our friends especially throughout the pandemic And, you know, as we're disseminating information, go follow us on Instagram at WeHateSmallTalk. On the other hand, it's really hard for us to not feel addicted to our phones. And I think for me, even though I've never been on a lot of social media platforms, I can see why it's addictive. Like, I'll scroll on TikTok and not realize I've scrolled for a very long time. Yeah, just being cognizant of where you're spending your time And if it aligns to your values or, like, what you want to be doing with your life, like, if it doesn't align, then make sure to put in barriers to stop yourself from spending your time on things that you don't want to spend your time on. And if you find that social media is affecting you mentally like it did for me or it still does for me, then also find barriers to limit yourself or stop yourself completely just because at the end of the day, like, your mental health will thank you for it. Yeah. Thank you guys so much for listening to another episode of We Hate Small Talk. And we're really excited for you to hear the next one. Stay tuned, hit the follow button, and talk to you guys next time. Bye! Bye.